Just Say. Hello and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. My name is Stuart McPherson and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and cherished co-hosts, Gemma Flynn and Siobhan Ma. How are you, ladies? Hello. Very well, Stu. Very well. Thank you, Stu. How are, How are you? you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm holding in there. I'm, <laughs> I'm hungover. We were meant to do this this morning, but... I was up late, so we've we've cancelled and rescheduled, but I'm feeling revitalised, so I really enjoyed good. the um, message that we got in our group chat from Stu at like 4.50am <laughs> this morning. It was like, can we push this back? I'm ve- I'm frankly drunk and still at large. He was, yeah, I was still at large, large. <laughs> in the greater Newcastle area last night. Amazing stuff. So I'm coming to you live from a Motel One. This is a sort of BBC Roadshow um, special. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm in my like childhood home, so this is also quite a funny vibe. It's all change, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what an episode! That's the first thing we need to say. What an it! Incredible! Can't wait to chat to you guys about it. Honestly, it's it's so yeah. much. such a good one. I mean, my fear with this episode for us is like, you know, do you remember when like Boris and Trump were in and, and they were in their pomp and everything, and he'd keep reading interviews of like satirists that were like. How can we be funny about the news when, like, the real light, real world is so, so bizarre right. now that you couldn't make up something <laughs> yeah. that'd be crazier than this? <laughs> I feel like when we've got skin products dyeing people green. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, is what is there to, there to what add? Is there really, to say? Would be my first. This is going to be a purely factual podcast this week. <laughs> this is just reporting. Yeah, it, it reminded me of first time food dies in terms of like wow, I can't believe we've gotten to this level of hijinks, you know, <laughs> with, the, with yeah, the Apprentice candidates. It's, it's so funny because it, it kind of is like a similar time in the process as First Time Food Dies as well, mm. right? It's like, we're in it now. And yeah. somehow it's just getting worse. Because, I mean, there's been so many lows, hasn't there, throughout the series, but this <laughs> this feels beyond to me. Yeah, 100%. I think it's maybe like when it gets to this level where there's only how many, like eight of them left, nine mm. of them left, and there's not an, there's not the amount of people to reel people in. There's not enough discussion happening at the very top of the episode mm. where somebody's like, I want to make it green, and there's not like five other people being like, don't do that. Are you sure? Yeah. 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 We'll get into this, but the... Unfortunately, as the candidates have gotten to be less and less, people like Avi and Brad have gotten emboldened. You know, they absolutely see the dwindling mm-hmm. numbers and they think that that means that their ideas must be good. You know, otherwise, why would they have made it this far? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we said Bradley was good last week. We've we've fallen on our swords this week. I'm taking we've that right back. Listen, <laughs> all the way back. No way of knowing. We all make mistakes. There is no way of knowing. We go again. We go again. But listen, we've got some news, I think, haven't we? So should we should we kick yes. off with that, my friends? So can I just use it? Play theme. Play jingle. Play jingle. Play jingle. Can I just news? And Siobhan, I think you're going to go first this week. Is that right? So take it away, my friend. Yes, I think mine is like a little you know, an appetizer for what's to come from Stu, from from the minimal that we know about Stu's news. Um, well, let's not build it up too much, but um, <laughs> I got a very interesting message on Instagram, yeah, put it that way, which I can't fully really talk that about. That is like Teaser. primetime news. So yeah. I'll just do mine, which is about Avi. Um, and I found an article after he got fired that was talking about how he, his like one thing that he wanted to do while he was 
filming The Apprentice was have a private conversation with Lord Sugar. Ooh. And he was like, you know, it's, you never get alone time with him. It's like impossible to get alone time with him. So <laughs> this is a story of Avi's private convo with Lord Sugar. <gasps> Amazing. I'll never forget. We were in a beautiful venue for one of the tasks and the big man, he walks past me as we were both leaving the bathroom. I think there was actually a wedding happening in the venue on the same day, so things were very busy in the building. But I was absolutely desperate for Lord Sugar to know how I really felt, and I knew if I waited for the boardroom, it just wouldn't be possible. You don't get one-on-one time with him ever. So he was walking past me outside the toilets, and I told myself, I'm not, go- I'm not going to not say a word to him, because I want him to chat to me. I want him to chat to me. I want him to want to chat to me. And if he engages in conversation, then I'll, I'll do it too. Luckily, as he was walking past, he said something to me like, you all right? And I latched onto this. This was my one chance. So I asked Lord Sugar, who's a very busy man, can I quickly say something to you? Because I'm not going to get the chance in the boardroom tomorrow. Can I quickly just say? Can I quickly just say? (laughs) And he mocked me and he said, yes, what do you want to say? Mimicking my tone. To which I told him straight how I really felt. And I just said, I just wanted to thank you for choosing me. Because he does have a say in who makes the final cut in The Apprentice. And while walking away from me, he turned around and he said, you'll achieve fame and popularity, my boy. And I was over the moon. I finally got to say what I really felt. Nice response from him. Wow. Classy. That's like a biblical fable or something. (laughs) You shall achieve fame and popularity, my boy. My boy. My boy. I imagine he patted him twice on the top of the head as he said that. Absolutely. He's a star. That's what Sugar thought. So, <laughs> yeah, incredible. That that moment must live in, he must replay that in his mind every wow. day. <sighs> he had to shoot his shots. He had to do it. He was waiting for the perfect moment and he went for it. Well, he doesn't mind insulting people to their face. He literally has no shame. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> his words. So, yeah. Means I really got nothing liked- to lose. How he remembered that Lord Sugar just simply said, you all right? And that was his in. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes, isn't it? It's a lesson for us all. Absolutely. And ultimately it paid off because Sugar at the end gave him the stay in touch, which he, he may come to regret, you know? <laughs> I 100% think if anybody is going to take that literally, it is going to be Avi. Avi will be on the, on the phone yeah. quoting the words stay in touch to various secretaries who are telling him to call back later you know yeah 100 so yes let that be a little you know teaser for stew or an appetizer for stew's inspiration news. well you'd like to i like stew's news it's like stew's news yeah clues. why have we never yeah. never said that before because <laughs> stew, stew usually news. doesn't bother that's why that's that yeah, yeah, true yeah. once actually. a series i bother to google shit usually when someone jingle. hands it to me yeah um Basically, I've been so blindsided by Avi's Instagram and online presence that I hadn't up to this point checked out his website. Have you guys? No. Uh, that didn't even I occur to me. I heartily endorse avitv.co.uk, particularly avitv.co.uk forward slash my dash story, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking sensational. <laughs> I'm going to start Googling. It's got his full oh life God. story. And I mean, it would take about half an hour to read the whole thing. So I don't want to do that. But believe me when I say any sentence from this could be read out loud. <laughs> can you give uh, us a flip? Like, can, what's the design? What's the look of it? 
The design is not bad. I don't know if he's gone with a Wix or a, spa- a Squarespace or Google I've just found it. Like I've just found it. He's wearing a turtleneck. Hello. <laughs> what you want really is he talks about his early years. His first business was selling unwanted junk uh, from his bedroom to his brothers. Don't know if I'm calling that a business. Mm. Uh, bouncy balls trading cards Nintendo DS games oh, this is always it. a theme in The Apprentice isn't it like s- selling bouncy balls yeah. in the playground when you're young little yeah. business yes. creeps yeah <laughs> yeah wow he basically he sold uh, sweeties at school uh, the way he actually words it all though is so funny to me like he talks about it as if it is like a genuine business he talks about having clients and stuff oh my god when they're actually you know like eight year old kids yeah. Amazing. I bought 30 packs a day of Skittles, making my school bag extremely heavy. I had to be vigilant. <laughs> Teachers were emptying hefty looking rucksacks, confiscating stock, and dishing out Saturday detentions to sellers. Uh, uh, to sellers? Eventually, my Costco Skittles business had to end. Teacher, teachers were becoming wary of the playground market. I needed to think outside <laughs> the box for my next endeavour. My third venture came at 14, selling Peter Gribby polo shirts from Brent Cross Shopping Centre. By buying them in bulk, I bargained the price down to around £15 a pump, a pop, funding my purchases from profits from my sweet sales. I streamlined my distribution channels by advertising them on Facebook. Oh my God. My plan was foolproof. Oh if I couldn't sell any, I'd return them within 28 days for a full refund. I had nothing to lose. Wow. Oh, wow. This is like Radio 4's Book of the Week. Yeah, I think your favourite part of it would be he went on to then he was selling FIFA Ultimate Team coins. I don't know if that's a world you're familiar with. Nice. Um, and then he had a scam going at uni, which I think is actually reprehensible. Where I'm just paraphrasing now, but it was something to do with let's say there was like a big party and it was like the big bash of the year and tickets were really you know they'd sell out quick. He got mm. like a computer programmer to buy all the tickets. Basically, he spent his entire student loan buying up all the tickets and then selling them on at an inflated price. Oh my god. Which I think is a crime. That's what happens with Ticketmaster now. It's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. like the Eras Tour tickets. <laughs> yeah. The best bit of it, I think, is he's from his school years chapter. Um, and I would campaign for this to be made in a book, which I would read. Um, he's got <laughs> he's scanned into his computer and then uploaded onto his website uh, email, uh, not emails, letters he's got from school about his suspensions. <laughs> With headings such as toilet roll, stink bombs, uh, <laughs> etc. Oh my god! So, and some of them. The thing is, they all reflect really badly on him. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't come across well on them, and they're not all funny. Like he sounds like a little bully, and I know we all make mistakes when we're kids and stuff. I'm not, you know, but <laughs> yeah. up, you don't upload it onto your website when you're going on the fucking telly yeah, trying to be a businessman. I'm just scrolling myself, Stu, now, and I'm seeing all... Absolutely, you've given us a gorgeous rundown of all of his his teen hijinks, his his ways, but then it goes straight from the uni scam to The Apprentice, basically. There's no detail of... He's not actually done anything. No real business. (laughs) Beyond ripping off kids, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Five watches and five jackets per week. I felt like the wolf of Wall Street. I always smelled good too. My go-to cologne was One Million by Paco Rabanne. Oh my God. I was getting noticed by the ladies. These people love the wolf of Wall Street. You know, um, Harps was on Mastermind and her subject was the wolf of Wall Street. I don't know whether it was the guy or the the movie, but (laughs) yeah, they love it. Interesting. (laughs) 
Wow. So there you go. I just recommend his website. I think it's what an amazing reading. source. Honest to God. Why have we never thought to look at web <laughs> like their websites? I can't imagine Pest Controller Mark's got his full life story on a website. We'll have to look into oh, that. His full life Let's story, look into this not. for next week. Definitely. But he has written a book. It's in his book. So. Right. That's true. From Pest to Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you know how last week I always, we never talk about this, but I always log into the Zoom with an amusing name. Yes. You know, Sue me. Lovely bit of fun. I accidentally logged on to quite an important meeting with a radio producer the other day and my name was RIP Pest Controller Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, your name this week Incredible. is Double Stuffing, so I'd get that changed yeah. before we're <laughs> yeah. going into 100%. Quickly. <laughs> But that's just a little bit of fun for us. That's a treat, which we enjoy, you know. Yeah. So thanks, Stu. Nothing wrong with having a laugh. But, you know, opinion. very nice to to spend some time on Avi this week because Goodbye England's Rose, our prince, is gone. Yeah. You know, yes. he, he was one of the two who were stuffed, sadly. So yes. we, we should really take our time and enjoy him until a few weeks from now when he comes back triumphantly in the finale and we can all oh, relax yeah. and enjoy some more Avi yeah. again. Yeah. I'm calling it that he it's going to be Kim K or Marnie in the final and he's going to be on their team and they're, one of them is going to be a direct in him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to not choose him in a, a choose-off. Yeah. Like, that's what I think Last is going to happen. Wall. Yeah. yeah. I also think Rochelle's going to make it to the finale and I've got so much to say about this today regarding to this. Another fucking tough week for her. Yeah, really hard, really hard. Well, will we get into it then? Will we get into this this it. week? Okay, because what an ep. So yeah, as usual, 4 a.m. start. That's just standard now. It used to be shocking, but now yeah. 4 a.m. is like the new 7 a.m. for the apprentice candidates. Yeah. Tough one. It's just happening. <laughs> it's funny because they went to the John Lewis beauty counter in um, Westfield. Yeah. But I'm like, is John Lewis even open at that time? Maybe. How do they get in? Yeah. yeah, they queue up for four hours. They queue up to get in. Um, Maybe like Alan Partridge and, and Dixon's, they might give them, them you know, no, I'm sure lock they the, get, show, the shop out and they get yeah, food, run I'm the place. I'm sure they can, yeah. they can be in a mall when no one else is in there, which is one of my childhood dreams. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love that as well. Definitely. You could sleep in all the beds and everything. Great. Exactly. Try yeah, on all had that fantasy. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> But yeah, they, so they went to the John Lewis beauty counter. Rochelle's face when she found out that they were going was like the most excited I've ever seen anyone. Mm -hmm. Jazzed, absolutely jazzed. And rightly so. Truly jazzed. That's her world. Well, I mean, the first the first controversy that happened was that Bradley came in and, and I really want to talk about this. He was like... Yes, absolutely insane. Absolutely crazy. A project manager needs to be decisive, needs to communicate with his team. And that's why I'm yeah. I'm going to be project manager on this one. With such confidence, he came in. He had an idea locked and loaded, which we'll talk about. But Marnie and Avi are morons for not voting for Rochelle, don't you think? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Marnie seemed to just immediately take uh his snake ideas like oh yeah that's brilliant actually she's like, got an idea snake idea fuck yes get it fucking snake move in my opinion absolutely <laughs> snake move she's really taken by i think because she thinks she's amazing at branding and design and she's got this Oof. real creative energy she is so taken when people have strong creative ideas like even if they're shit she's just like 
this idea, I can visualize it. I'm going with that. Yeah, which is terrible because they should have gone for Rochelle. She would have been such the better candidate yeah. here, you know. We didn't, unless I'm misremembering, we didn't even really get to hear what Rochelle's idea would have been. No, we didn't. No. Because she started saying, I think I should be PM because I've I've had like a business that's kind of in this area yeah. for 11 years, whatever. And then he was just like, I've got an idea. It's going to be called Venom. It's going to be snake themed. <laughs> and guess what? It's going to be the shittest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I know we've said it a few times this series, but an unprecedented move. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anyone say I'm no. going to be PM. It's bizarre, isn't it? Like 17 series in or something in a frankly, you know, very locked in, rigid format. Yeah. We're still getting new things. I don't get it's, it. I mean, I'm not complaining. I found it to be shocking and off-putting and strange, honestly. Yeah. Especially when yeah. Rochelle's sitting there. He's been PM twice already as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he fucked it up both of those times also, as we later found out. You know, it's not as if he's got such great form, you know, but... Oof. But and he sleeps with the fishes now. <laughs> Rip. Exactly. Rip. 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 <laughs> he deserved it. But he, he said, I've got a brand that I'm keen to push. Again, this was like that caterpillar thing that Danny had. It was like Bradley had been living with this idea in his mind for so mm. long. An exfoliating face wash. Yeah. I want to base it on snakes because snakes, when they're shedding their skin, you know, they're exfoliating. He thought that was such a, a jazzy he idea. That was so clever. Oh, I loved it. He loved it. He was buzzing. One of the funniest parts of this task to me is even if we, and we should never stop saying this, but even if we ignore the fact that they had to make a skincare product and the one they came up with uh, dyed people's skins green, <laughs> even if you take that out of it, they'd still have lost. Yeah, because of the branding. The branding. The branding. Was oh my god. Awful. And Marnie's to blame there as well. We'll get into it, but you know she she can't oh. walk away from oh, this clean. I don't think. That? I've got lots to talk no about. Oh, I thought Brad she dodged the bullet this week, actually, just because she had Brad and Avi in front of her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to throw in front of that bus. But yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Font Watch today. I'm ready for us to really... <laughs> the fucking neck of that anti-venom box. Unreal. <laughs> to really dig in. Um, yeah, so so Bradley, by force, basically, became <laughs> PM. Yeah. Uh and decided that he was going to target the 30s to 40s market with with Venom. And then Danny was PM on the other team. She decided to go for the over 50s market. Yeah. And I really enjoyed when they were like brainstorming about this. Megan talking about the over 50s market. And she was like, yeah. oh my God. At this kind of age, <laughs> men at this kind of age, you know, they also get into things more like golf. Yeah. Off and sort of. wistfully looking out windows waiting to yeah. die. Yeah. They're not willowing off into the shadows in the last part of your life. No, they're having affairs, you know. Right I was watching Tim's reaction while she was talking because yeah. I was mm. like, how old is Tim? Like, Tim must be nearly 50 now. He's 45, so he is not far off. He's looking well. well dead. Looking well on it. He's looking. <laughs> Him in his little lab coat and protective goggles. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Love to see a that. Plus. Make a calendar, Tim. <laughs> oh, <I can't> imagine. <laughs> yeah, Megan a couple of times throughout the episodes just spoke about the over fifties as if they're like on death's door. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. One of the absolutely it was completely overshadowed by you know, let's say it again, this kind of cream that turned people green. But <laughs> on another week, something like 
when when Megan and uh, Simba were making the formula, and they just made like the most generic white paste they could, and then they smelled it. It was like, oh yeah, that smell is so over fifties. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to smell whatever that was. What do you think it was? Like coffin. It was like black pepper or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But right. Which is a delicious smell, actually. Mm. Yeah, I love that so, kind of vibe, but know. they were really going for, like they said, silver fox golfers and stuff like that. Which, yeah, yeah. golfers. A rich older man. Arguably golf needn't come into it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because Stu, you're obviously into golf. Big golf head. Mm-hmm. Not obviously, but yeah. Well, no, obviously <laughs> to, uh, to me and Gemma. To people close to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it's been officially discussed on the pod before. Mm. But yeah, how did you feel having golf brought into that? Well, it was confusing for me because, um, <laughs> you know, I like golf, I like black pepper, uh-huh. but I'm younger than 50, so I, mm. I don't know, I was kind of... It's not really I made for you. was in a liminal you. space with it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure what, what was going on, really. It was confusing for me. Can't fully relate. <laughs> oh, God. No. But yeah, it was it was like they were trying to describe someone much older. I think you know the retirement age is up into the mid to late sixties now, gang. You know, it's, it ain't fifty, yeah. sadly. You know, <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah, they were like, this is a new chapter in people's lives, and they're like winding down. Mm, the kids are away. Pop cream on their face. <laughs> yeah, you got your secretary yeah. pregnant. You know, what I mean, that's the one hundred percent time to get a motorbike. Buy some cream. Exactly. So they had a strange sort of target group, absolutely. Um, on the other side, Rochelle, I want to say, she kind of unfortunately adopted the stance of someone who had been scorned heavily, you know. She was scorned, yeah. Yeah. She was scorned, and she, and she was she kind of... In. Yeah, she was kind of ready to fuck Brad with his own mistakes, you know, and sort of... We'll get into it. Can't be said enough, as you say, Stu. They did create the skin cream that dyed <laughs> people's faces green. But yeah, let's never lose sight of that. Never. But it was because yeah. she was like, "Fuck Bradley, I'm gonna fucking do what he says," and then see, give him enough rope to hang himself, basically. Yeah, you know. And there's fucking hundreds of rope, hundreds of it. It's <laughs> truly longest rope in the world. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she really was like. I could see her laughing in the background in the, during the boardroom, like when Lord Trigger was tearing it apart. And I was just like, you have gotten to a point now where you just think this is so funny how bad it is. Like it's it's yeah, comically it's funny. It's become absurd, yeah. Also to zero back to, you know, last week we were, <laughs> when you get the little clip of like next week's episode, and it's like, it has marked Abby's skin. <laughs> we all had such high hopes for that, didn't we? But never in a million years would we have dreamed the way in which it marked people's skins. Oh my and, god! And it not just be Abby, but in fact, any human or beast that crosses paths with this. <laughs> the lovely potion. strippers yeah. at Magic Mike Live—they the had to put it Magic on them. Mike Live. Ugh. I thought the BBC had a duty of care to sort of not just go around town slapping this toxic waste on people's skin. I can't believe Absolutely. they allowed it, ruining the rest of their day. Speaking of toxic waste. Actually, Stu, the the bottle really reminded me of Toxic Waste, the sweetie. The sweetie, yeah. That kind of, you know, looked like <laughs> looked like one of those canisters. Yeah, I mean, um, different reference, but it was it was a bit flashlighty for me. It was yeah. also that actually Hannah Crookshank, um, cherished listener, friend <laughs> of the show, saying, 
I honestly thought the snake looked like a flashlight for yeah, men well, who I'm want glad to I'm fuck not alone snakes. In that. Yeah. For men under 50 who don't like golf and want to fuck snakes. <laughs> Do you remember when Bradley was designing that bottle and he said he wanted it to have almost evil piercing eyes? That was so funny. That was so great. Can I put forward a potential new enemy of the pod? Go on. Which is... I don't want to say oxymorons, but almost an oxymoron. Because that's how he described Venom. It's all, almost an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> that was the least of its worries, honestly, is what I'd that, say. What the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Oh, my God. I wanted, I've got a little note here to ask you guys. So, obviously, the, the liquid was extremely green. Mm. And um, <laughs> it really sparked a memory in my mind. And I wanted to see if you guys remember this. Green ketchup. No, do you remember no green memory, ketchup was a sadly? No. Really? Maybe I've just imagined it. I'm pretty sure Heinz brought out a novelty green ketchup. Wow. And it was that color. Did you Let taste it, that. Siobhan? Was it? Was it? Yeah, just t- it tasted normal like taste. normal ketchup. Yeah. Did the color throw you off, or were you able to? It yeah, didn't stain your it, tongue yeah. or anything. It kind of reminds um, you that normal ketchup isn't really r- that red, that it's just... Shouldn't be red. Yeah. Food colouring <laughs> in one way or the other. Yeah. Sort of like deconstructing the whole notion of ketchup. Absolutely. <laughs> in a way. But no, that was that's what came to mind for me with the green liquid. I mean... They kept saying, I enjoyed the only way they could even remotely frame it positively was they kept saying that it doesn't look like anything else on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe think yeah. on maybe think on why, buddy. <laughs> Before we leave this, one of my favourite moments was when Bradley said, I'm keen to go down the route of snakes, but it needs to be sleek. And Avi was like, please, yes, please. <laughs> it needs to be sleek. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, Karang was like, the bright coloured products usually appeal to the teenage market. She was just, just spitting venom herself about it, wasn't happy about it at all. But she was, yeah. I mean, she's she been through a lot watching she's off the sidelines. She's been through a lot. Oh, God, love her. And she also, um, yeah, she also said, apparently 50 pluses like ornaments. Oh, that was a huge <laughs> theme for the other team. They were so... Who doesn't love yeah. a skincare product you could store paper clips in? They were so concerned about the need for paper clip storage for the, the over 50s. The paper clips thing. It's going to be a big year for paper clips, I think. Absolutely wild. <laughs> Where do you guys keep your paper clips? I actually do have a paper clip in my pocket right now. In your pocket? Mm-hmm. Or are you just pleased to see me? <laughs> Is that paper clip in your pocket? I think we should pay some uh, some attention to this this scene where they actually made this green monstrosity with their lab coats and everything. Rochelle and Abby, oh. very funny. Bickering. Amazing. It was given Harpreet and what's his it name was, again actually, with the rice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whoever. No, um, Akeem. Akeem. Yeah, Akeem. It was one of the most elaborate labs, though, I think we've ever seen. You know, they had the, the chemical formulas set out and everything, as well as names and photos, like... I, it was it was demanding them to have quite a high level of scientific expertise to get yeah. it right, you know. Which Avi did when he requested forty of gel. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have forty of gel. 
Avi was quite pressed, wasn't he, about the fact that like <sighs> Rochelle was. She, she frankly watching it is like Rochelle's just managing you, Avi. She's just trying to keep you the fuck out of the way, and he's getting pissed off because as he keeps saying, Rochelle's putting her big foot forward where she doesn't <laughs> have a Scooby Doo. As he's she's saying. putting her big foot forward in interviews week. He's putting his wee foot back to fucking whatever bullshit job he had the last. Yeah, stealing tickets. Barclays. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he was like a child, wasn't he? When he was like, this is my I want to make my. I know. <laughs> Terrible. I'm old enough to make my own mistakes. Oh my god, the fact that they were supposed to be making ex- an exfoliator. Yeah. And what and they came liquid. up with was literally just like green liquid. <laughs> The the consistency was unlike any skincare product I've ever crossed Same. paths. Yeah. No. And that was before they doubled it with the double concentrate. No, thing, no exactly. And I've diluted it. Never heard of that before. Like No. But apparently according to Rochelle, that was that's like a thing now. That's like on trend. Yeah, she was like, This is really hot right now. But did you think it was poor form that Rochelle didn't try and make something workable out of it? Because I've definitely had a green cream before that's maybe like aloe vera tea tree oil or something like yeah. that it's like this a what mint said. yeah mint green yes. or something it's still yeah. white that would have been achievable I don't know why they felt that it had to be the greenest substance known to man yeah <laughs> exactly yeah because <laughs> they, they did fuck up I mean it can't be said enough <laughs> but it was pretty poor well it form. dyed people's skin <laughs> green <laughs> That is kind of like, you know, short of like food poisoning or something like that. <laughs> yeah, short of killing people, it's like up there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> On The Apprentice, that is like bad. Yeah. And when Brad, Brad, as everyone is calling him, got the news that it was dying people's skin, he was absolutely <laughs> furious. Oh my God. He just looked <laughs> at his wife and just went, what? I know. Not being funny, but I would not buy the face scrub that would turn my face green. Not being funny, not being funny. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> he has, like, that's twice he's been on the receiving end of, like, earth-shattering phone calls. <laughs> Zips up first. Can <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. this? Yeah. That was his pride and joy. I must just feel intense dread whenever that phone rings. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said, at the end of the day, that's happened. Yeah. I thought he did well to be philosophical about this and march on. I'd be tempted to leave right there, I think. Yeah, so a self-rip for me right there. Yeah. (laughs) Just Um, walk out the door. Should we talk a little bit about names? I want to, before before Danny got on to start Skin Co, (laughs) they were bandying about a lot of names. (laughs) And Victoria said, Victoria had written out one. Mend. Mend. Oh, mind. thank you, Sue. Mind. Mend. Mind. But if you separate the I and the E, it spells mind. But it obviously it's very doesn't. Clever. Because you cannot separate the I and the E. I'm afraid nowadays she puts the ick in Victoria for me. Week on week, Absolutely. She's, she's telling on herself. Yeah. I think she's got nothing to offer, honestly. I'm so disappointed. She's not in the female average. She's just breezed through. Yeah, without somehow. Doing anything. And Pretty she's privilege. Gonna, Pretty yeah, I think it is a bit Jeez, of that, yeah. oh. 
she also suggested rise, moisturize, energize, revitalize, you know, so she wanted that also. <laughs> That's an enemy of the pod. What is that? What is that? Rhyming? Like, what do you call that? I don't know. You know. Rhymezone.com. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what do you yeah. think yes. about what we no. ended up with there? Start Skin Co. So we, start Skin Co. A man's skin tells his story. Add start to your story. Mm. That does sound like something again that like the chat GPT would come up with. Of like it's it nearly is like a tagline, but it's completely nonsensical. Total nonsense. Mm. Absolutely. No human nothing. could come up with that. I actually don't mind a man's skin tells his story. That's fine. Mm. But they should have stopped there. Yeah. Less is more, guys, with the tagline. Less is more. We all know this. <laughs> also, why did they I, I guess it, I know it's because the tub is star shaped, but on the box they've got star and then T yeah. is not coloured in. Yeah. But you don't just looking at it, it looks absolutely bog standard navy box. It's almost like they'd got a tip off that oh, one of the production they overheard someone in the production saying, Have you seen the fucking neck of the other team's shit? It's a fucking mm. it's a snake that dies people's skin. Like, right, okay, let's just make like the most default thing we can make then. Because yeah. like why would we even bother? Did you yeah. guys catch the tagline for anti-venom? It was shed the dead skin, unleash the man within. Also quite threatening. Mm. <laughs> From the evil eyes of that snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pure evil. Yeah, no, amazing. Did it did it change from venom to anti-venom or was it always anti-venom? I think it was venom to begin with, yeah. I yeah. think so the idea was. <laughs> Correct me if this is wrong. It was going to be venom, but then when they found out that I don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, that it dyes people's skin green, <laughs> when they found that news out, the way they spun it, sort of almost Malcolm Tucker thick of it style, was like, "Well, yeah. let's get ahead of the game here. Let's get ahead of the story." Mm-hmm. What it is is you buy the the anti venom, and then when you mix it in, it's what what was the venom becomes the anti venom yeah. or something when you dilute it. Because you should it's know, part of a process. yeah, the actual product we've created is poison, so that is venom. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you should be on nod in terms with, because it will die your skin green if you, you need don't to do add it properly. Water to make it anti venom, yeah. <sighs> and when Marnie Swindles was doing that in the pitch, and it was cut into the audience, just looking absolutely. Oh my god bemused and confused i have to tell you guys before the pitch i like paused and took a little break because i was like this is going to be amazing like i can only live in this moment for so long let's just soak it up make a cup of tea where are we at now we know it dies the skin they're gonna have to pitch it and it's not just like the small pitch like when they go to asda and it's only three people this was like Mm. the tables of industry experts pitch leading high street retailers oh so good so good so i was like right soak this up take a moment (laughs) we're going in we're going in we really got our bang bang for our buck in this episode, didn't oh, we? Oh, this episode was paying out left, right, and Incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about branding. Let's go. Before we get into Font the watch, Siobhan, yes. So, firstly, branding in skincare is, like, such a key thing. Like, I have bought stuff completely down to branding. Same. And because I think it'll look cute or whatever, it look, mm. like looks nice. Do you buy them uh, primarily as skincare or as ornaments? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? 
in my defense of Danny, I know I defend Danny quite a lot because I do have a soft spot for her. I kind of know what she means in that you want stuff that's going to look nice. Like, yeah. I use like a CeraVe cleanser, right? But mm. it looks, the branding is crap. Like, yep. if I had something that looked nicer, I would fully buy it and have it on display in my bathroom. Yeah. So I see what she means, but it's like that target audience. Yeah, I think audience it's almost like, not worth fucking mentioning, though. Obviously, if you make anything, you want it to look nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like she obviously went for this kind of wacky packaging thing. And I think because she'd been burned before by the leaf, <laughs> she was really that. trying to make her case <laughs> for the star. <laughs> yeah. You could fit um, about as much sandwich into that little fucking star as you could into the leaf lunchbox. <laughs> she said she was a product design like fan. She said that is what gets her going. She loves product design. It's what she's all about. I mean... And I think that that comes through in that, like, her designs are not bad, but they're not practical. Like, nothing actually looks really awful that she's designed, but it's Mm. just not practical. No. (laughs) Slightly, I kind of get it because um, a problem with this task, maybe, or at least the way they were interpreting it, it was like when Sugar gave them the task at the start, it was like, I want, you know, he was like, it's a very saturated market, so we need something that's original and stands out. Mm. How the fuck do you make a moisturizer stand out? Yeah. So you need to do something wild and crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's landed at, you know, a snake fleshlight and a <laughs> star cupcake thing. Yeah. The problem I had as well is that the star didn't it didn't tie in with the box at all. It was like no. bland box, bland moisturizer. You'd be so surprised for that to come out of that box. Yeah, you'd be like, this is a mistake. Absolute jump scare taking that out. Yeah, like it's fucked up at the factory. And I couldn't, I don't know about you guys. But I could not work out the scale. It was really like my brain has not worked that hard since I watched Cats 2019 to figure out the scale of the star versus the box. Yeah, how are they getting that in there? Yeah. Uh, how are they getting TARDIS in? vibes. The, the pot yeah, and the inside must have been tiny, you know, as well. I it think looked it like there was almost no cream, but the box, the star was massive, but the box that the star went in didn't look massive. So wrap your head around that one. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, the box, I feel like overall, let's get into font watch. Overall, let's the go. font was fine. <laughs> it looked all right. The thing that was sending me was the two little stars on the side of the box. Yes. <laughs> the like bad tattoo that you see everybody have, like two little stars yeah. on their wrists. It was yeah. giving she's been to Thailand. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very indie sleaze era, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweeping fringe. Yeah. <laughs> the over 50s golf market love that stuff <laughs> but that was the only I nod mean, the only hint about what was to come inside the box is this small stars because yeah. i think even if you'd done like an outline of a like a big outline of like a yellow or gold star on the front yeah or something something a little something you know something but i think in comparison to in comparison to <laughs> anti-venom of course we can't be said enough you know it didn't stain the skin (laughs) yeah we'll say that for it what did you guys think about marnie's hand-drawn logo and that that then became that came to life on the box i thought it looked like something you know when you go 
on a roller coaster that is Chinese yes. themed. So like the Red Dragon or something at Port Aventura. That was the font. It looks style, like something yeah. that would be put on a pillar that you whiz past on the roller coaster. That's really okay, spot yes. on. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't look like something you should be really focusing on with your eyes. It looked like something that should be in the background of a movie that you're not meant to actually see. Like it's just a... Like a Steven you know I mean? Seagal movie. Not something you yeah. should be focusing on It's with not your something eyes. that you shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> well, the eyes it's of the, the snake were... It's not for the human eye to really linger on. Pure evils as Evil. well, so it's important to look away from that maybe as well. But... It looked so cheap. Unbelievable. Do you know why? I mean, the whole drawing that she did looked cheap and, you know, but the thing that really was the icing on top of the cake for me was the fact that anti was written in Times New Roman. Oh, right. Just stuck in at the top. (laughs) I was just going to say that Bradley at one point was like, I don't know if it's the font. Something's not quite right. And I was literally like, it's a swirly snake (laughs) logo. What? Like, obviously it looks bad. Yeah, I think the problem, Bradley, is the idea you had sucked ass fundamentally. Yeah. Stu, so you are the you are close to the target de- demographic, as they kept saying. If you saw that bottle yeah. on a Big shelf is. in Superdrug, what would your thoughts be? It's definitely the kind of thing I would take a photo of and put on Instagram stories with no context. To be like, look at the state of this. Yeah, cursed. With yeah. the word cursed. I mean, I would assume that, you know, when you're <laughs> yeah. in the shop and you decide you don't want something and you can't be bothered putting it back where you got it and you just plop it down. I would imagine, oh, mm. some parent is like, yeah, fine, I'm going to get, I'll get you that stupid snake bubble bath if you behave. And then they've got to the <laughs> men's skincare part of the shop and the kid's been a tour and you know what, you're not getting it. And they've popped it now next to the Nivea. Exactly. It wouldn't look like it was... Yeah, that's the vibe. It would look so out of whack with everything else, but not in a good yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Although, when it was revealed, Bradley said, the more I look at it, the more I like it. So... <laughs> I could not believe that's that. That's bullshit. We all know that's bullshit. Avi wasn't so sure, though, was he? He came out and said, the snake seems a little bit childish. No, <laughs> oh, that face, he just grimaced. He had yeah. that specific issue that it didn't look the same as the the, the same colour as it coiled round. And he said, I don't know if we can wiggle our way out of this, making a snake yeah. motion, you know. So he, he really thought he'd he'd uh, mm. he was on top that of things. That is a good uh, you know, to give Avi his dues, that is a good point. <laughs> Why was the head a completely different colour to the rest of the ball? Yeah. <laughs> like a neon light green and then the there was like camo print green the the snake and the swirling didn't even look yeah. like a tail i know it's it a prototype and there's only so much they can do and i guess it comes back to the wildly impractical shape like the star thing is like we can't make this actually look like a snake so it's gonna look like a fleshlight with a head and the head was tiny as well on top of the thing. It was really, yeah. I mean, the whole thing didn't make But the whole thing was too big, way too big. It a hand grenade. Scale. What was the scale? <laughs> Put it next to a pound coin so I can see the scale. Yeah, there should yeah. be a 50p in shot, in every shot of The Apprentice, so you know what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> Boundless media, listen to us. 50p for scale, please. And a copy of today's newspaper. <laughs> oh 
I liked repeated use of the vessel this week, that phrase. Oh, the vessel. Vessel. Yeah, this I is, don't understand the this vessel. This is what I was about to say. <laughs> the vessel. Like a horror movie. <laughs> well, yeah, Megan really didn't like that star, eh? She was like, what 50-year-old she man's going to want that? None. Which, to be like, fair. yeah. Yeah, so for their consumer research... Oh, the, the star it. went to firefighters. The most masculine men they could find, firefighters. Yeah. Firefighters and the Magic Mike Live. The good cast. people, the artists, yeah. the strippers of Magic Mike Live. The two yeah. genders, firemen and Magic Mike. Magic Mike Live. People. <laughs> the Magic Mike Live guys had me cracking up though because they were like fully oh. like, you haven't hit the target market in terms of branding. Like they came in like they were business experts. They knew yeah, yes. they way more. We yeah. love it. We love to see it. I enjoyed... Um, Avi, after purely negative feedback, going, all right, guy, all right, guys, uh, do you like the product? And no one put their hand up here. Zero, noted. <laughs> noted. And it made me think, good, take a big note of that, just a zero, good note. <laughs> zero. It made me think of the other week when he was furious that he wasn't in the pitch because he had the stats that one in 11 <laughs> liked the product. And I'd like to see how he could mangle the stats of zero out of 10 or whatever it was. Yeah, you know, those figures. erotic dancers say no. I will not put this on my face. <laughs> I hate this. Too worried to put it on their faces and right enough because their faces are as they should be. Partly their they're money not doing makers. a production of Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> right, <laughs> or Shrek. Oh um, God. I just, I mean, I've already said it. I just can't believe they went around to making people fucking do that to themselves. Crazy. And then they made some professionals from the business of skincare do it to themselves as well, which was... I know. and you can see that the person next to you has just had their hand dyed green, so why would you then do it? It was like Jonestown. People just fucking <laughs> drinking the venom. Uh, I'm not putting that on my skin. I'm not precious about this shit, but if that's just dyed her hand green, I'm not exactly in a rush to put it on my hand, am I? It, yeah. The pitches were... I mean, at that by that point, we all knew what was going to happen. Yeah, we, so. I was, I was excited. They came, the star people came onto the diet coke ad. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and then Venom had ice cube or something. They were like, today was okay. a good day. <laughs> I want to talk about this because I had so many thoughts about what songs they could have picked, especially like Venom specifically. Oh my god! Yeah, firstly. I don't know if Another either shout of you have heard. Another shout-out for Toxic Britney Spears, my second of the series, I believe. That's a great, that would have been actually, a good, a good one. shout. Yeah. I was going to go a little bit more on the nose and uh, talk about Venom by Eminem, which was the closing <laughs> song for Venom the film. I don't know if either of you have heard it. I'm not it. familiar with either. I feel like you... I feel like both of you actually would really enjoy the vibe of this song. Mm. It is chaotic. It's cursed. It's all the sea things that we enjoy. Lovely, lovely. That would have been great on brand. There must be some hard rock anthem as well that's called Venom or something. But yeah, they went for today was a good day. (laughs) Toxicity by System of a Down. Yes. (laughs) What's the one that's like, your lips are venomous poison? Who sings that? Poison by Alice Cooper. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Another great choice. Well done. Mm -hmm. See, off the dome. Yeah, lovely. Guys, come on. I really liked the he- the headset mics they had to wear. Yeah, yeah. that was classic. Again, like when Alan Partridge has to sell his book in the train station. 
<laughs> it was reminding me a bit of um, the pitch from For Time when uh, whatever her name was came out and was like, I am innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a classic. Another iconic moment. Really good. Oh. Yeah. Um, we also had a classic of the genre, which is, and we always complain about the inconsistent rules, but it was night and day this time when, you know, we can tweak this, we'll change that. If you make an oh order, we'll do God. this, blah, blah, blah. Making promises about a product that doesn't exist. Yeah. Whereas the, I mean, Bradley was just like, you know, if we could come, we could, we could strike a deal, and he was like, "What if you completely change the product and start again?" That was insane. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, the guy, the guy, the John was he was he from John Lewis or he was from somewhere? But he was like basically yeah. every part of this is horrible. The branding and the double concentrate and the dying of the skin green. Like you know, let's not forget that. Yeah, Dice nothing to green. be saved. But Bradley had the cojones to then be like, "So can we?" Can we strike a deal from there? You know, I think he must have known he was doomed at that point. Marnie had to drag him away yeah. almost to be like, oh. I was no. really surprised from an editing point of view that they showed us the other team getting a, an offer of 500 units because I thought, well, that's the game one right there because, yeah, yeah, obviously. The other no team are not going to get any. There was an amazing cut, maybe my favourite cut of the whole series on this, when one of the teams got told, okay, well, we'll try 10,000 units, and then it cut to Avi being like, if we give you 10, and then you don't tell them you can give them back to us, and then to John Lewis. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, oh, it's so good. That's, that's the yeah, business that acumen that you that you read about in my story. Yeah, exactly. Avtv.co.uk. <laughs> that's fresh from his polo shirt days, where he had twenty eight days to just return them if he didn't sell them. Oh my god! What do you mean you'll take them back? What are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Just on tick. Shout out to John Lewis's um, returns policy, by the way. They replaced my headphones the other day. Good, on, good lads in there. And I'm pretty, good lads. Didn't have the box or anything, and I'm pretty sure I just broke them. Oh. <laughs> and they pay their they pay their staff well. They give them shares and all that stuff, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, excellent customer service. I don't say that lately. <laughs> one of the sales reps at one point was just... I think maybe Avi or Brad had been really trying to get a sale, and the sales rep just snapped and was like... We just couldn't sell something that would stain your skin. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put, can't be said it more was clearly. At one point, is just not an option. Dying people's skin is just not an option. <laughs> so you cannot say fairer than that, really, can you? Brad tried it's to say funny. the colouring is going to be coming out, some natural colours are going to be going in, and it's going to be flying off your shelves, which was quite a claim given mm. the packaging, the branding, all that as well. Yeah, all the other Ooh. problems. Terrible. I kind of thought the the head of the snake was given a razor head. I don't know if you've seen that film. Yes, yeah. I know what you mean. It's quite yeah. lynchy in their uh, moisturizer. It was, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Bradley's a big lynch head. Get get him in for a movie corner. That'd be a good treat one week. Yeah, Avi and Co have to watch a razor head in like an independent <laughs> cinema. Love to hear what you thought of it. <sighs> Any more comments from the actual app? Are we going into boardroom? No, let's move on to the boardroom. Let's go. Let's go. So Sugar, when he was reading the tagline of the Start Skin Company, he almost got tired mid-sentence and just trailed off. He couldn't, he couldn't take it all in. Couldn't do it. <laughs> and then I also wanted to raise that he said, 
he was going on. He was trying to make a point about how being 50 is not that old. And he said, my friend Rod Stewart was on his second marriage after 50, which is not not that big of a deal. You know, it's like second marriage. Was the point that Rod Stewart's had like three or four since then or something? Was that the point? Is that it? Right. I didn't think the joke was clear enough. Yeah, that it it wasn't wasn't. clear. Right. So that's that's what they're trying to say. The premise has to be clear. So after he was 50, he had many wives then, and he was only getting onto his second. I'm assuming that's what the joke was. Right, yeah. Like he that still makes had his sense. whole life ahead of him kind of thing. And Karang fucking backed him up as well. She was like, <laughs> yeah, about Rod Stewart. It's like, <laughs> no, no. But the real, the real laugh this week came from Simba. <sighs> yeah, Simba was, was like, a beautiful yeah. moment for me. He clapped back. When clapped Lord back. Alan said, is this going to make me look like... Harry Harry Styles and Simba said it's just a moisturizer it's not a miracle <laughs> fair play very good honestly Amazing. fuck it you must have I mean the amount he sat through fair enough let him have one punch at it you know I know yeah absolutely like Simba, Simba didn't sell anything though what did you think of that he he's, was giving it he's big a great licks, salesman but... he's never sold an, a penny in the whole series <laughs> as far as I can remember <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah. seems like a nice guy he does seem like a nice guy. Yeah, um, we'll see. I enjoyed Danny saying that the the tub, the ornamental paperclip holding tub, was something she could imagine floating about her granddad's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her granddad, who's like Very 52 cute. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, at one point, Lord Sugar brought up Shrek because obviously... The green staining. Mm. Yeah, and I really enjoyed this episode. Avi trying not to laugh at the thought of Shrek. I could see him kind of <laughs> yeah. cracking a little bit. He was remembering all the antics Shrek got up to in the films and he was Yeah. Back and liking <laughs> the donkey them. Is get out of my swamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the morning I'm making waffles. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, God. It was kind of open season with the shite jokes about the bottle. There were so many to be made, really. Yeah. Crap yeah. element, arrow, the thing about the Brussels sprout, I'm a turd, you know. Mm-hmm. All that Fair enough. On. you got to give it a go. I mean, it was... Yeah. It was they were so asking it. for it yeah. at that point. How about it, I say. Yeah. And so we get to the point where Bradley... We, or we, they, they reveal, basically, sorry, that the star team got 11,350 orders and then a very nice... A lot, actually. Yeah, actually. Mm, mm-hmm. But then we always, I think I always enjoy it, at least when the other team, it's like, they got much less. In fact, they got zero orders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Brady really relishes doing that role, doesn't she? She loves She's it. done she all Davina McCall in the last few years. Yeah. Mm. Zero orders, though. That's like, you know, yeah. what is going on this series? That's the thing. It's like you can you can win basically if you just avoid being the absolute disaster team. That's that's the aim of yeah. the apprentice. Just don't be you the can disaster play it team. Safe and make it all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Like many of them have, you know. But yeah, so we got double <coughs> fucking right away. We had a rep, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, rip. the rip came for Bradley today, which I was shocked by. <coughs> yeah. yeah, liked it. Wasn't, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, it was shit and it turned people's skin green. I think it's fair to. <laughs> yeah, can be said again. And, and Lord Allen was like, you've tried to change the product 
three times or something like that. Or yes, when you've been you pitching tried it. to change. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He so said something about he was just thinking about how to pitch this in a way that wasn't turning everybody's skin green, was I think the phrase he used. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there is no way to pitch it. Yeah. Because what you're selling in, uh, as moisturizer is green dye, yeah. essentially. <laughs> Poor Bradley, he's had a shit time of it. The Ziff Zaff thing as well. I mean, he had two big ideas that were totally torpedoed by other team members. Uh, (laughs) But he was shit. So, you know, I do think he he was right that he went. Um, Yeah. And then before before the second firing, we got to see the other team have their treat. Oh, my God. Which was one of the most bizarre treats I've ever seen on The Apprentice. I thought that it was... Has any have any of you ever had a bruise on your face before? And then they got painted, which is a question you never asked, oh by God. the way. But then they got painted yeah. with that? these mad gashes. Yeah, good point. I never even thought of that. Yeah, why would you ask people that in yeah. such a jovial tone? Has anyone ever had a massive bruise on their face before? <laughs> just just throwing that one out there. But then they they all got these like fake scars yeah. yeah and victoria did like a talking head where she was analyzing the task where she had a bit of like fake glass yeah. sticking out of her cheek really funny <laughs> and, and then they really just had funny. like cocktails they were toasting and they looked like they'd been in like a car crash honestly <laughs> it's like... so weird yeah, yeah i thought they very much running out of ideas now yeah <sighs> the only fools and horses show thing was dark but this was Somehow even darker. This was darker. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, then we come to a bit of um. They go back into the boardroom, and interestingly, Marnie starts to pitch to Lord Allen that someone from the product team had been held accountable, and so someone mm. should be held accountable yeah. for the green staining. She she had an idea about Which that. Is just well, it's just not true, is it? Well. No. Exactly, it was a nice try, but and so plainly, just like manipulative. Absolutely, and I'm was... surprised he didn't actually be more annoyed about. Yeah, yeah. All of them should have been fired. Really, it was all equal responsibility. Because yeah. she had a brass neck complaining, given how shite she was this week. Tim and Avi had a little bit of a like, yeah, bit of back and forth moment as well. I like that. Tim was like, thank you, yeah. Abby. It's it's really appreciated. Just, yeah, being so wise to him. Do you think <laughs> that so crossed over into mean from Tim? Thank you, Abby. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> Maybe it was a little bit. Uh, you went quite yeah. big with it. I mean, we said, obviously, last week that Abby was going to have his humbling f- fall from grace. Mm. Yeah. And it was kind of spectacular. Um, and... Also, just kind of sad to see in the end of him sitting next to Rochelle and Marnie, who were completely correct to say it, but for him to have to hear it of just like, listen, we've carried this prick the whole time. Yes, they could have gone further. Both, both, both of them just using the phrase, I've been, we've been carrying him, and just like, you have to just crush this guy's heart at this point. Yeah. Because he's had it too good for too long, and right. everyone knows point, it, and he's um, out of his depth. Yeah. Kim K was like, Avi doesn't have a business, I do. And he butted in and he was like, uh, I find that very disrespectful. I do have a business. Yeah, do you not play Ultimate Team? <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. to be but fair to the gals, like the, it was unfair that Avi had managed to get to this point of absolute arrogance where he thought, 
I've got these three leadership related wins and Rochelle's putting her big foot forward she doesn't have a scooby-doo it's like wow you're you're (laughs) really not seeing how much you are being carried so unfortunately we've got to bring the hammer down here you need to learn that lesson so sorry yeah 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 Yeah. so the grim reaper came for abby i also loved when when Rochelle said that her uh her business plan is she wants everyone to get a chance to sit in a chair and feel beautiful. I was I like, that wow. came across really genuine. I was like, that's actually quite powerful. Intriguing. Yeah, what is it? I'm now I'm like totally on board. Yeah, Rochelle, let's go. You know? Let's go. We all need that. We all need that. Seems but like yeah. something she's actually passionate about. Exactly. Definitely, yeah. I mean she's registered enough businesses. <laughs> 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 But yeah, she was lucky to get through this week, though, honestly, because she kind of took a huff when she got scorned, as they all yeah, do. You, you know, they can't that. handle being scorned. It's a bad look. And yeah, tried to torpedo it by having the green slime and all that shit. She was lucky yeah. to get through. But interested to see what she's got to bring. But yeah. Yeah. One last thing I noted when Avi was leaving was that he, instead of wheeling his case, just <laughs> lifted it by the handle and <laughs> tried to get it through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is the perfect ending to his yeah, story yeah it's great I was expecting him to get his tie stuck in the door like staff when he gets yeah. in the car <laughs> he, uh, yeah. he got a keep in touch from Sugar though didn't he he did yeah he did they always give the little fanny guy that kind of thing don't they it was like the wee daft lad gets his own special send off you know keep mm-hmm. in touch yeah but they don't like, realise we're, we're worried about you yeah, it's patronising in a way. It's like, we yeah. don't think you'll be all right without keeping in touch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Lest we forget, is a fucking city banker, this guy. It's yeah, hell. fucking hell. Crazy <laughs> to think about. God. Yeesh. Absolutely crazy. And in the taxi, he described himself as mm. a tall, dark, handsome gentleman. Nice. I want to say oh. something about the taxis. My partner, unnamed Shagger, has been dying for me to get this in to, for a while, which okay, is that yes. for the first time this year, they're recording the taxis actually after the fucking, after the firing. Oh. They used to do, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they used to do them beforehand and they'd be Pretty really funny. generic, but now they're doing them so that they can actually refer to something to do with the mm. task or something like that. So yeah, a few people yeah. like Mark and all that. They've mentioned more so what's happened in the task, which is nice. A nice little that's, yeah, adjustment. That's good. I don't know nice why they were doing it like that the whole time, but also it is four <laughs> seconds of very skippable telly, the taxi. Yeah, I know. I never need to see another taxi in my life on The Apprentice. Unless someone's like really bitter or something, I'd Comes love it if they, were, yeah. if they were like, that shouldn't have happened, I'm pissed off about it. You know, Give us some, yeah. some juice if you're going to do that. It's not the same yeah, as give us the Come Dine With Me Taxis, which is where you get the real tea. Ooh, yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, um, right people fired this week. Yeah. All two. I mean, they all should have been fired. But all yeah. two, exactly. Yeah. All two. Shit show of the century, really, wasn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It died people's skin enough. green. Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, Simba's the last man standing. Yeah, which I think Doing is what happened last series too. It was all girls in the interviews, right? Seems to be how I remember it. Is it tends to be more girls than guys? Yeah, one hundred percent. Exactly, and the girls yeah. seem to be friends. Like when they came back to the house, they were all jumping on each other. Yeah, Michelle like... got a huge reaction. Yeah. Yes. Cute. Yeah. And, and next week they're making. Food. 
dog food. Here we go. Potentially Can't more relate. hairnets. More hairnets. Can't We're making the record for hairnets. Can't yeah. wait to see them direct some animals in in yeah. a in an ad. Yeah. Kind of scared for the dogs this season, if I'm being honest. Um, after after them making people uh, not drink water in a literal desert and then turning oh people's God. skin green. <laughs> Yeah, worried yeah. for these poor animals there was an example of this on the housewives where a Dallas housewife tried to make dog food that was pink and glittery because she thought that would be cute and it poisoned all the dogs so yeah <laughs> there's a, quite a bit of potential for here for this to go I'm about. glad Avi's out because I feel like he could accidentally somehow feed dog to dogs yeah <laughs> we gotta, yeah. We gotta I don't keep know him how, clean but I just feel like that's the kind of thing that might I happen. See it happening on this show. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Looking forward to that. Any more comments from the app? No, but it was amazing, and I loved it. Honest to God, it was great. Superb. <laughs> Chef's kiss from me this week. Chef's kiss. Well, on to plugs then, super quickly. Can I just plug my thing this week, which is on? Can I just plug? Can I just plug? <laughs> On Wednesday the 8th, I'm doing my talk at the Glasgow Zine Library, which is about abolitionism and Harry and Meghan. If you are someone who enjoys that kind of gossip or wants to understand how to abolish the monarchy, you can get tickets at the Glasgow Zine Library and they're just pay what you can, kick back and relax. Uh, But yeah, do sign up in advance if you want to watch that that would be great and that's it for me you can see both me and Gemma on a zoom which is not unlike what it is like to record you can get one of the only people that's experienced that so far juice pov yeah Yeah, you can (laughs) what's it like to be be stew and it feels pretty great (laughs) (laughs) go from bed in a motel one in newcastle for the full experience yeah you need an old bottle of water that ideally you've been using for about a fortnight (laughs) To just yeah. get back <laughs> authentic vibe. Crucial to the experience. And stay until six the night before. <laughs> Go um, on, I would like to plug my Glasgow Comedy Festival show, I'll put an extra show on on Tuesday the 21st of March at 7pm. There's a few tickets left for that if you fancy it. And I'm doing two work in progress shows in Edinburgh at Monkey Bell Comedy. And I would like you to come to the second one of those, which is on, I think, Friday the 19th of March. I also have other podcasts, What's the Script, and Some Laugh. Thank you. Lovely. I have a couple of episode-related plugs Go on, that I'd like to get into before we do a quick movie corner. So firstly, uh, if you enjoyed all of the snake imagery in this week's episode, I would <laughs> highly I recommend... Yeah, well, here you go. I'd recommend um, Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour oh. on Netflix. Oh, um, my God. A lot, a lot of snakes in that. I think Bradley got a lot of his inspo from there. Mm. And also Snakes on a Plane, if you haven't seen it. Great movie. Um, secondly, continuing from Simba's Black Pepper hype, uh, I would like to do a public service announcement to say that Lidl do a really <sighs> great knockoff molten brown body wash that is black pepper scented, mm. and it is really nice. So that's my PSA. Um, Sounds good. For everyone out there can i just jump on that sorry oh please get Al- in the aldi, snake related plugs aldi does an amazing sunscreen factor 50 i know where we're, it's the skincare week and we've hardly spoken about our skincare needs and desires Routine. but a factor 50 is is where it's at right now and i recommend la cura from aldi <laughs> incredible go on there you go guys that's that's enough to keep you busy yeah and yeah, I'll do a very quick movie corner this week. Guys, I've watched so many movies this week. Wow. 
I have watched so many movies. Um, I've watched John Wick 2 and 3 in preparation for John Wick 4 coming out. The squeakquel and the threequel. Which loved. I have watched um, a great film called The Day Trippers from 1996, which features a young Parker Posey. Highly recommend. It was very funny. Uh, I also watched Blue Jay, which was a Marc Duplass film, which is sad and also quite funny in parts. Would recommend. Would not recommend Let's Be Cops. I gave that a half star. Do not watch <laughs> Let's Be Cops. Um, is it, it is not a good film. Is it for or against it, cops? Cop neutral. It's, mm, is it copaganda? It's not mm, kind of copaganda in that, like, the two guys that dress up as cops get loads of girls, so I guess that's... Mm. Copaganda. You know, maybe presenting presenting a false view of the police force. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, so that's my very quick movie quarter for this week. I watched The Guard this week, which I really enjoyed. Great film. And I watched the whole of full swing the golf documentary on netflix well what an episode yet again surely dog food can't top these last two or three which have been superb never say never (laughs) and then we're on to interviews guys we're within spitting distance of the interviews it's crazy it's gone so quickly it is of course a crying shame that we'll never see Avi's cv although i need to click through his website because it is probably on there in full probably is on there (laughs) he also has linkedin i'll maybe read that next week definitely lovely um yeah if you like the pod you can rate and review us on uh apple podcast and spotify and we will see you next week and you can follow us on instagram and twitter must follow all three. Oh yeah all nice three. to see and you both and okay. thank you for listening bye, everybody. Guys. Bye. have a good bye, week bye, bye. Bye. Ready to stand, any moment I'm thinking it's time to go.